Welcome to the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast, bite-sized hacks for busy mamas who want to live their best life. My mission is to not only empower you to fuel your body, but also fuel your mind and your soul. I got you. I'm here to help you burn fat, increase energy, and confidence. Hello, Carrie. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. It is such an honor to have you. This is the first time I've ever spoken with a live psychotherapist. And I'm so excited to have you on today, Carrie, because I want to go deep. I want to go deep with the conversation of mindset. And I found with my own journey and with our clients' journeys is that we can do all the things. We can do the food, we can do the health stuff, the meal prep, the fitness, the workouts, all of it. But if we don't get our mind right, we're not going to experience everlasting change. Right, right. And that sustainability is crucial. Crucial. It's everything. I am not interested in helping you release 20 pounds and then next month you're putting it back on plus more. That is not true success. So I want to dive into the mindset piece. This is something that uh, we have been playing with a little bit more, especially when it comes to our VIP community, which is our graduate program, uh, where we integrate more um, self-care practices, words, mantras, positive affirmations, high-fiving yourself after a workout, looking yourself deep in the eyes and saying, good job and giving yourself that validation that you just did something really hard and that you showed up for yourself. So I want to chat to you about going deep with the mind. How can we, um, you know, some step-by-step things that we can do to get our minds right today. So I am so honored to have Carrie Leaf in. Um, She's a practicing psychotherapist. That's a tongue twister for 10 years. Uh, (laughs) She lives in Iowa. She uses techniques such as psychotherapy, mindset, life coaching, hypnotherapy. She helps with anxiety, depression, trauma, relationships, and more. And she also wrote a book called Therapize Yourself, which I just love that title. Uh, (laughs) Therapize Yourself is a step-by-step process helping you build a healthy foundation for good mental health and identifying and bringing subconscious negative beliefs and patterns to the conscious so that you can begin healing. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. And um, Carrie, as we get started, maybe tell us a little bit about your personal journey because you gained some weight with <laughs> your twins. Yeah, are four years old, by the way. <laughs> You're my hero. <laughs> so, what was what was that like for for you? Yeah, that it's been it's been a journey for sure, right? And and it's not linear, but it's been really empowering and hard and amazing all at the same time. Um, you know, I yeah, I had twins four years ago, um, and I gained sixty some pounds with them, and I'm five three, so you know that was that was a little a lot of weight on a, a little you know short person. Well, this is um, why I think I felt so connected to you right off the bat because I gained sixty five pounds, but with one child, not twins. So actually, yes. sixty pounds with two is really really good. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I had to give myself a lot of permission to gain that weight. That was a process, you know, trying to make sure that the, you know, the boys were healthy along the way, 
But man, the way I felt, you know, in my body after that and a C-section and the trying to find myself, that was hard. That was really hard and uncomfortable. And some of the things that had worked for me in the past, maybe when I was younger or pre-kids because of schedule and, and, you know, life and routine, they weren't working for me, whether it was they didn't fit into my life, they weren't making the, the pounds fall off, or they just weren't healthy for me mentally. So, you know, what I had done in, in the past prior to kids to lose weight or or maintain weight was not working. It was not good. And so I really delved into that health journey for myself, mind, body, spirit, holistically in every area that I could. And that led to me looking more at an individualized approach and making it more about this is tailoring and specific to me and who I am and my mental health and my spirituality and where my life is at right now. And I wasn't, you know, I let go of those one size fits all, you know, programs and plans that were just, you know, kicking me on my butt because I was feeling bad about myself that they weren't working. That's the thing is that, you know, a regular diet, I think will leave you feeling more depleted just because you don't dive into the mindset and, and, and it doesn't work for you. And you end up just feeling so much worse about yourself. So I feel like you can't actually do this journey without that mindset piece. And I know something that you do uh, with your clients and through your book is you really dive into that negative self-talk and negative belief systems. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So the, the negative, identifying the negative belief system behind somebody's problem or issue that they present to me is kind of like my bread and butter. That's, that's my jam. That's where I like to really dig in. They're generally subconscious belief systems, you know, and so there, there were a handful of different patterns. Like we were talking about with my own journey is, you know, one, stepping outside of that, um, one size fits all and tailoring it to myself Two, um, functional medicine and three, identifying my negative belief system around body image and health and fitness and weight loss. And, you know, where, where was I beating myself up? What was I telling myself subconsciously? And and ultimately that's going to come down to yes. One identifying what is that negative belief system that I tie into those areas, but also self-love, kindness to myself, grace and flexibility. And it's not one of those things that I just listed that makes it all work. It's all of those things put together, but that knowing that negative belief system, what am I telling myself on a subconscious level that's getting in my way and holding me back? Yeah. And then And then also adding in that grace and that flexibility and that kindness. They're just huge. They're really big. I remember this on my own journey. You know, here I was, I was 65 pounds heavier and I was a a trainer, a coach and nutritionist. And I was telling my clients what to do, but I couldn't do it myself. Um, you know, and so every day I'd wake up and I I would attempt to start again, but I couldn't, um, I had all these addictions to chocolate and coffee and wine. And I just found myself, you know, really spiraling out of control. But I remember that negative self-talk that would come into play. And it was things like Simone, you're a failure. You're a fraud. Who the heck do you think you are? Um, telling people what to do. Cause you, you know, you, you can't even do this yourself. You can't even show up for you. 
And I don't know how I turned it around because I didn't have someone like you in my life at the time. (laughs) But it was, if I remember correctly, I started talking to myself more kindly and I was like, you can do this. And so um, one of the best, um, well, I think it's the best mantras in our community that we use is you got this. And I remember saying to myself, you got this, you got this, you can do this. You, you can do hard things. You just uh, had a baby. And, and so, you know, like I would just start to talk to my, is that like kind of what you're getting at? That's a big piece of it. It really is one of my favorite goes, go to's with, as far as mantras comes, it's, um, you're worth it. You know, I'm, I'm worth the hard work it takes to eat healthy. I'm worth the hard work that it takes to get moving and get off the couch when I don't want to, because otherwise there's that subconscious, like, eh, you know, you're not thinking consciously, I don't deserve to take care of myself, but if you treat yourself or your body in a way that doesn't put it, you know, top priority, then on some level, you're, you're sending that message to yourself of you're not worth it. So I really like, I'm worth it. I deserve it. You know, something along those lines, but the, the push and pull with that is that Yes, we want to challenge those negative beliefs, you know, behaviorally and on a logical level. We want to we want to fill in with all the positive thoughts, but it is really difficult to unwire negative belief systems that have been there our entire lives. You know, a lot of these negative belief systems are starting around four, five, six, seven years old, um, and then they're snowballing and snowballing. So, inside alone not that it does nothing. It's a fantastic and important first step, but sometimes it's just not enough to unwire and rewire those negative belief systems. So we really got to get in there, identify it, understand where it came from and create new associations to those experiences and memories in our lives. I love that. So it's really identifying and, and catching us in those thoughts. Maybe it's that first step. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so you can identify and then it's like, okay, where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you can catch yourself and all the really mean things that we can tend to say to ourselves, like, wait a minute, I wouldn't say that to anyone in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Why am I saying that to myself? I don't deserve that. So if we can start catching that and start challenging that and replacing it with positive, absolutely. That's a great first step. And Ooh. then yes, with, you know, professional help, we can dig in and rewire on an even deeper level. I love everything about the brain and rewiring the brain. I'm going down this rabbit hole right now with that. And I I just, I think it's so fascinating that we can change our brains, you know, even though we think that they're hardwired, they're, they're not. No, um, it's just fascinating. Uh, I want to turn the conversation a little bit over to the scale because yeah, you know, this is a source of frustration for so many women. And I know that Uh, you know, you had your frustration with it, but, um, uh, over the years I've played with ideas because I'm like, okay, well, we could throw out the scale and never check in, or we could check in every day. (laughs) Um, and I know you've told me that neither works. Like when you are doing, you know, like, um, avoiding it or, or uh, tuning into it too much, neither is good. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Right. I think again, that's coming back to it's very tailored. It's very individual to mm-hmm. what works for you. But anytime we're on extremes with anything, we're generally not in the healthy zone. The healthy zone 
with most things in life is somewhere in the middle. Um, extremes, you know, if I'm checking every single day, then there's a good chance that I'm obsessing and my mental health is going to be in a bad place. If I'm completely avoiding, then, you know, we know where that gets us, right? We're not, we're not taking accountability and and we're not going to resolve anything. So somewhere in the middle is probably good, but it's also, you know, um, I think healthy to have a perspective shift. You know, if I'm looking, if I'm getting on that scale to look at the number and the number means everything to me, then that might not be that healthy, you know, I've in personally, so this is for me, I've liked to jump on the scale pretty consistently, maybe every other day or so more to check in to see how well I'm in tune with my body. You know, I can kind of, I've, you know, on this, my own journey, I've gotten to this place of when I eat these things or I get my body moving this much, I can kind of tell, you know, more or less how, where I'll be up and down on the scale, but I want to check in and make sure that I'm in tune, that I'm in, in good tune with my body. And I'm at least pretty close to being accurate with where I'm at. And do I, do I feel good, you know, and, and pay attention. Yeah. I had a lot of pizza and ice cream and all those things this week. So this is where I predict, you know, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'll be. And, you know, just, you know, how do I feel? How does my body feel when I treat it that way, as opposed to the next day or the next week, and just really paying attention to what foods work for me, what foods don't, how much exercise is too much. Cause that's a thing. And yeah. how much is that sweet spot? Right. And really just getting in tune, not to look at the number, but to like get, you know, figure out where and how do I feel best? And where does that line mm-hmm. up on the, with the scale? I love this. Uh, what we do in our communities, we, we check in once a week, um, on a Friday and we are working to change our relationship with the scale. So just like you said, it's checking in, but what I say is have zero emotion and you know, you can still celebrate the scale victories, but it's like, you're not obsessed. It doesn't dictate how your day is going to go. Yeah. And that's where I think we can have a healthy relationship with the scale and not avoid it completely because I don't see value in throwing it out. Um, I have seen people do that. And then they get to the doctor's office one year later and they're up 20 pounds and they're wondering how that happened. So if we can find that middle ground and not get obsessed, I, just like you said, I think that's incredible. Um, one thing that you talk about is finding gratitude for your body. Yes. Can you expand a little bit more on that? Cause that is so in line with, with what I preach and I just feel like it can turn everything around. Yeah. You know, when, when we have something like gratitude in our lives and this, this absolutely goes for our body, but this, this can go for every single thing in our lives. When we are creating, you know, that space for gratitude and we're looking at, we're, we're appreciating our body and, you know, maybe what has been through, you know, I mean, after carrying twins, like that's just mind blowing, right? Like what my body's been through and especially, you know, what I put it through, you know, and all the things and having gratitude for how it is still working or how it can heal or, you know, improve and all of these things. When we have that, when we have gratitude in our head and our heart, there's less space for that negativity. You can't, you can't, right. It comes full circle because you go back to those negative self-beliefs and um, that negative self-talk. And if you start saying, oh my gosh, like this belly, that maybe, you know, isn't as toned as it was when I was 25, um, (laughs) is it housed a baby in your case, it has twins. Like how freaking amazing is that? You know, I mean, if you can turn that around and be like, okay, this body gave me my beautiful children. 
who yes. are healthy right now. This heart is beating for me right now. It's allowing me to, to live. My lungs are breathing. Um, they're allowing me to work out and to move my body with purpose. I mean, if we can start thinking about all the amazing things that our bodies do for us, I feel like it just takes that negative self-talk and replaces it. It does. Cause there's no room for both at the same time. Right. And, and I, and yes, we can have gratitude one minute and then 20 minutes later, that negative thought pops in and that's fine. We cannot control what negative thoughts pop in. That's not, you know, we can't control that, but we, what we can control is what we're going to do with that thought when it does pop in. So if I see that I'm going negative and I'm beating myself up and I'm like, Oh, these, you know, stretch marks and rolls and all these things, then that's my job. That is my responsibility to say, no, you know, Carrie, that's not nice. And then shift to that body has done X, Y, and Z. This body is, you know, all the grateful things. I can't control the thoughts that pop in. I can control what I do with them. Yes. So, you know, I have a question for you and this just popped into my mind, but what do you do with those thoughts and finding gratitude, even if you're not exactly where you want to be when it comes to your body goals? You talked about the, the roles or the cellulite, you know, like, what do you say to yourself if you're, if you're just not there, you know, you still, there's 20 pounds unwanted weight and I'm all about, you know, getting down to your goal weight because it's going to make you feel good and it's going to make you look good. There's no shame in that, but it's also going to be a shift to a healthier version of yourself. So this is all good things, but what do you do when you're not at your goal weight and um, your, your goal body goals? What do you do? Yeah, I think that that's, again, a, a perspective shift. You know, anything in life, um, the things that are going to be good and pay off, we've got to have delayed gratification for. The things that come fast, quick, and easy do not last. Yeah. They do not stick. They're not healthy. So understanding that this, you know, healthy means it's a slow process. And because when it's, when it's slow and I'm doing it right and I'm doing it healthy, then it's going to be sustainable and and we're going to maintain it. It's going to be a lifestyle change. It's not going to be that quick fix that, you know, is gone a month or two later. So that delayed gratification is going to be key. So really with that, it's looking, it's breaking that big goal. Like, let's say if I have 20 pounds, I got this 20 pound goal we want to break it down into the baby steps, you know, you know, one or two pounds, that's a big deal. Celebrate it. Oh, you feel stronger. Celebrate it. You had more endurance. Celebrate it. Start breaking it down and looking at all the little wins. Let go of that big, overwhelming, daunting goal, you know, at the forefront of your brain, you'll get there. Just focus on all the baby steps and and the wins. I love that. And I always talk about chasing that feeling. You know, it's not chasing the weight loss goal necessarily. It's chasing how do you feel when you are down at that goal weight? Yes. Yeah. We want to, that's mind, body, and spirit. Are we feeling Mm -hmm. aligned? Are we feeling connected? Do we feel good, healthy, and strong? And that's going to be in very different places for everyone. So that's another, you know, point to make is the comparing has got to go out the window. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Somebody actually just reached out to me on Instagram, um, PM two days ago and said, can you do a video all about comparison and what it does to you? Can you touch on that just really quick? Yeah. You know, it goes in line with that, that it's such a tailored result. And so when there are those programs and those plans and diets and, and, 
you know, exercises that, you know, are one size fits all. We have to take genetics into account. We have to take um, where we're at in our life. You know, I've, I've been blown away that like I've taken some genetic testing and it's kind of confirmed what I've learned anyway in one area where like the way that my body is built, I'm not going to ever be a long distance runner, swimmer or anything mm-hmm. like that. Same, um, same. Right. Yeah. The, <laughs> the oxygen and the blood flow through my body. I don't have, I'm, I'm a sprinter. I'm, you know, and so for me to compare myself and say, why can't I do long distance? Why can't I do that? I'm not physically built that way. Right. Or why can't I, you know, do this exercise or that exercise for an hour each day? Well, well, I got two little four-year-olds that I don't have the time in my schedule, you know? Um, so we've got to, we've got to look at where we are at, how our body works, where we feel good, all of those things, and just let go of all the comparison, all the social media, because all the comparing will do will get us into a negative mind space for things that actually aren't even comparable. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And one thing that I remember doing in my own journey was celebrating other people's successes. So um, I remember, you know, seeing other trainers um, that I worked with and they were having babies and releasing weight like that. And they're like, oh, you know, breastfeeding really helps me to release weight. I'm like, not for me. <laughs> but I, in my head, I stopped, you know, all that comparison. And I was like, good for you. Like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. I remember going up to them and saying like, you just look fantastic. What are you doing? Uh, you know, and, and starting to celebrate other people's successes. And I remember that same success came to me a lot easier. So uh, yeah, what I'd love to do, Carrie, this has been fantastic. I feel like we could talk forever, Um, but (laughs) I'd love you to just share a little bit more about your book. Cause I just think it's, it's fabulous. It's called therapize yourself. It's on Amazon, correct? Yes. Yeah. Tell me more about what you can learn from this book. Yeah. It's really my step-by-step approach, how I work with people, no matter what they're coming in for. So if you're coming in for health or fitness or weight loss or anything like that, it's going to be, you know, right up those lines. I would still walk you through this exact same process of kind of a, a, like I said, holistic, we're looking at mind, body, spirit, where it's my approach. It's my, um, you know, here's, here's the questions I want to know. There's if in the beginning, there's going to be that assessment. And I want to, I want to know everything about you and who you are and what made you, you know, who you are and the way you believe thing, what you believe in the way you look at things. And then I want to scan each environment. You know, I want to scan finances. I want to scan work mm. relationships. I want to see where stressors, you know, can be holding you back. Cause if we have stress, we have inflammation, you know, and that's damaging to the body. So where can we, you know, zap tolerations and decrease stress in our life? So the whole idea there is I want to get all the pieces to the puzzle so I can create a strong wellness foundation, mind, body, and spirit, see where we need to boost up certain areas and pay more attention there. And maybe where we can, you know, back off some, and then we can jump into the deeper level problem and identify the negative belief system there. So in the book, I kind of walk you through to do that self-assessment and that, that initial groundwork yourself, um, to explore there's exercises in the book along the way. So it's really getting yourself prepped for doing the deep work. I love this. I, I really feel like everybody needs this and it's this true, you know, mindset work. For a lot of women, would you say more women have that negative self-talk more than men? Am I totally generalizing? Don't know. I think it's just a human thing, but women will probably talk about it more. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh, I love this. Well, thank you again. I'm going to grab a, a copy of your book because I, I want to do some of this deeper work. And I know that every time I dive a little bit deeper for myself, um, just this greater healing comes and I can see it just helping uh, myself, my family dynamic, with, you know, stuff with my daughter. So I love that you're all about the mind, body, spirit. I'm all about that as well. And just connecting all three. So thank you so much for having this conversation, Carrie. Thank yes, you. Thanks for having me on my honor. Okay, my friends, I have some big, big news. For the very first time, we are hosting a 10-day Glow Getter Challenge. This is your opportunity to get your glow on, feel empowered about living a healthier lifestyle, and kickstart your journey for some big, big wins. In 10 days together, you are going to learn how to get in control of your food. We're going to be giving you menu plans, including vegan options. We've got 20 minute home workouts where I will be bringing you videos right to your living room, a morning meditation, a private Facebook community, as well as a strict no diet policy. This is not about dieting or depriving yourself or doing anything unsustainable. This is about learning how to get in control of your food and seeing incredible results in 10 days. I am so excited about this. I know that this is going to be the stuff that kickstarts you and gets you moving things in the right direction. If you want more information, check out our show notes. I hope to see you there. Want more? Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Simone N. Lovell, where I share daily lifestyle tips, recipes, workouts, and stuff that is going to make life a little more awesome.